and welcome to episode number 66 of Basha's Thoughts. The other day I was inspired by something an astrologer Michael Lennox said in passing, and I thought today we could talk about it because I wanted to think about it more. It represents four different perspectives, four different ways of looking at life and of living life very differently. He said, the world is not happening to me. It's not even happening for me or through me. In fact, it is happening as me. This is something that you often hear about. Well, I would say at least the first part the part where people change from the first to the second perspective. And in this way of speaking, there are four perspectives. The one where we see the world as happening to us. In this perspective, we are rather helpless, a little bit more like victims to occurrences, things that happen to us. We still have the choice of how we react to things, but mostly they are reactions. The more empowered version of this perspective could be that of responding instead of reacting, so that we not only automatically react, but actually respond to what is going on. But still, if you think about it, Looking from that perspective, there's very little actual choice because most things just happen to us. We become a little bit like the leaf that is falling, bound to fall down on the ground on its way to death. Perhaps it will be able to move up with a current and uh, have some sun rays shine on it, or it might be quickly pulled down into the shadow and fall to the ground quicker. So uh, this perspective will often entail a lot of suffering and also sometimes blame, blaming the outside world and feeling quite unhappy about the negative things that are happening to us, feeling rather powerless. It is easy to live as the victim ego within a mental prison when living from this perspective. And here our identification is with that, what you might call a victim ego. Then you have the second perspective, the perspective of the world is happening for me. It's not happening to me, it's actually happening for a purpose, for me to help me, assist me in some way. This is something that we also often hear about especially people who transition to this vision and find it so incredibly empowering. Because now 
there is a purpose. And when you move into this perspective, you can do it in, in different ways. Often it is perhaps believed that there is a guidance of some sort, that things are divinely guided. And uh, so everything is here for a purpose and you're being guided. And in the end, you will see how amazingly beautiful it all is. But it is only because of those hardships that you have been able to become this wonderful version of who you were meant to be. So you had to face those hardships in order to move through them and develop different aspects of yourself, perhaps compassion. When you have this perspective and you're living from it, you can find some comfort and faith in the things that are difficult, the things that are challenging, the things that you might see as bad things happening to you are now amazing opportunities that right now, when it's happening, it's feeling pretty difficult. But somewhere you know that this is for a reason, and at some point you will see how this might actually be one of your greatest gifts. And you hear about it from people. You hear about it from people who perhaps were faced with cancer and were told that they were just about to die. And yet, miraculously, something happened and they moved through it. And now they say that they would never take it back. That experience, that hardship, made them who they are today. And they could have never been so free and beautiful had they not gone through that difficult situation. So moving into this perspective can be done through some idea of a divine guidance, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can move into it based on experience and logic, where you see that indeed, actually, even based on <laughs> our biases and our negativity bias, where we learn so much more from difficulty than we learn from the good times, it would be logical to think that were you to go through a, an impactful difficulty, it would teach you more. And so, this may always be seen as an opportunity. Every hardship might have the seed of great learning and the probability of learning from it is greater than learning from beautiful times. You become the grateful receiver. You might not know exactly why and how things will work out, but you know that if you get through this, somehow you will be grateful for the lessons learned. And so, when you have that perspective, you tend not to suffer as much. You tend not to go as deeply into the suffering that you have. The victim ego that one had identified with 
shifts. You are now the grateful receiver and there's something bigger. You're on a journey. There's a purpose. You're moving somewhere. You might be opening to being divinely guided. Perhaps there's something more, something greater, or at least this beautiful journey and ability to move beyond that is inspiring you. Then there is the third perspective. The world is happening through me. This is where your identification shifts even more. This is a level that you sometimes hear about in different ways. One way is where you might have heard talk about the law of attraction types of thoughts, being the manifester of your reality. These things tend to start moving in that direction. And so, very often, one might be quite open to something larger being there, and something larger being something of the sort of a higher self, perhaps. There might be a soul, a higher self, something that you identify with. So it's not something divine outside there, and you are the human being that's being guided. You actually have access to it. There's a part of you that's there. Perhaps when you die, you go back to being that larger self. There are different theories, but the basic idea is that your agency and your power increases even more. So you move from the victim, the leaf, and the wind to the person who sees a purpose and can actually rejoice in the challenges and move forward and develop and be open to something greater. And now, this something greater might actually be a part of you that you might somehow be able to utilize in your world. And <laughs> in the Law of Attraction workshops, they try to teach you how to tap into that greater part of yourself, how to become the manifester of your reality. This is a perfect place where you can start rebuilding that ego, but now you can build a spiritual ego, and uh, you can start identifying, well, I am this greater, higher self, or whatever name you might call it, and this is me, and I'm going to live and act from that. Um, this is, of course, a trap if you start to identify too closely with it. But moving into this level feels really good. And you might find other ways of moving into it. It doesn't have to be the Law of Attraction workshop that takes you there. You might do it in quite different ways. It might automatically happen as you start meditating. There are certain types of meditation that when you do them, all of a sudden you do notice that synchronicities start to appear in your life. You can actually 
resolve things in ways that are much more efficient than you had access to before. And you might not know exactly how it works, but you notice that this happens. Or it might be through a completely different way. Perhaps you will become the channel and you will start to channel information. There are many different ways of getting into this level where the world seems to be happening through you. Through this personality that is living here on earth. But you identify with something greater. This is not really you. And in fact, you don't need the law of attraction workshops at all to move into this level. Just meditation will move you into it as soon as you start loosening your grip on identification with this body, this mind, and this mind meaning these thoughts and feelings. They are just things that you experience, but they are not really you. When you're at this level, synchronicities abound. Beauty appears around you, and peace becomes your companion. And then you have the fourth level. The world is happening as me, not just through me, but actually as me. I am not just this little being. I am not just a human. I am not just a soul or a higher self or this divine being among other beings. I am actually all of it. I am the chair I'm sitting on, the air I'm breathing, the thoughts I'm having. This is the second phase of the enlightening process that we talked about in one of the podcasts where we talked about the two phases. The first one was the process where you don't identify with things. You don't identify with perhaps in the beginning your car and when you stop identifying with it you might feel a little bit more free. And then you stop identifying with your ideas and body and thoughts and your feelings that are coming up and going and perhaps yours, but not you. And as you let go of that and you let go of the higher ego as well, the spiritual ego, the soul identification, as you let go of that too, you move into the second phase where you actually realize that all is you. And this is perhaps the highest phase I can imagine at this point, where you live as if the world is happening through you. 
because you are the world. All is one, and all is God. You have completely let go of identification, and so the companion that would appear, the companion that was peace and would appear in this third phase, the synchronicities, oh, they are still there and they abound, but they actually no longer matter as they did before. Whether you are in poverty or living as a king doesn't really matter in the sense that right now there is no more suffering. This is the end of suffering. You may have pain, but you do not suffer. You're still living, going through experiences, but everything is happening as you, and the being that you're expressing through this human being, perhaps, can now be free of resistance and express the divine nature as freely as is possible because of its limitations, within its limitations. So that is the fourth phase, or the fourth perspective, and all four perspectives, if you have the view of all four of them, then you can actually see how going from one to the next level is a de-identification, letting go of identifying with specifics and moving into greater freedom and moving away from suffering. If you only see the first phase, you might not catch, you might not quite catch on to the de-identification aspect. Indeed, it might look more like a psychopathic type of move, where you're moving away from being the victim or being a humble victim into this person who now believes that everything revolves around them and is happening for them. Or you might think that moving into this even higher phase is even more egotistical because now you see yourself as a type of divine being <laughs> and the divine ego takes charge. But in fact, you don't have to suffer those consequences if you can make sure that you let go of those identifications as well. The identification with the empowered being, or the semi-god, or creator, and move on letting go. Letting go and letting God, as someone once said. This is the journey through the four different perspectives. Well, at least in my thoughts.
that was just something that popped up when I heard the astrologer say that the world is not happening to me, not even for me or through me, but actually as me. That was it for today, and I might talk to you in another podcast episode. Take care.